What is spiritual formation? What does it mean to become Christ-like? How are we to pursue personal transformation? I'm Dennis Metzler, and you are listening to The Charge. Today, we are looking at what Dallas Willard has to say about spiritual formation. Willard's book, Renovation of the Heart, Putting on the Character of Christ, was published by Nav Press in 2002. Willard was a professor of philosophy at USC for decades and one of the world's most authoritative writers on spiritual formation. This is a thorough, comprehensive, and insightful look into the matter of spiritual growth and transformation with the focus centered on becoming Christ-like. Willard's thesis is, true spiritual formation requires that each dimension of the human being, thought, feeling, choice, body, social, and soul, is being transformed to Christ-likeness under the direction of a regenerate will in relationship with ongoing offerings of God's grace. Each chapter seeks to develop various facets of this thesis in one way or another. Willard contends that spiritual formation is a human enterprise that every individual undergoes throughout life, for better or worse. Some types of spiritual formation lead to death, and some lead to life. Yet all, regardless of type of religious belief or moral orientation or a named function or structure, contribute to the inner life of individuals, which has everything to do with their outer behavioral actions. It is this process which gives the human soul its form or character. Spiritual formation is said to be Christian spiritual formation when it is driven by the Holy Spirit towards the goal of becoming like the inner being of Christ himself. Core to Willard's thought is that in order to understand the human being, one must understand the components or dimensions of the human being. Willard sees these different aspects as beginning with thought, which includes images, concepts, judgments, and inferences. Next, he lists feeling, which includes sensation and emotion. Third, he lists choice, which includes will, decision, and character. Fourth is body, which has to do with action as well as interaction with the world of the physical. Fifth on his list is the social context, which deals with both personal and structural relatedness to others. Finally, Willard sees the soul as that which brings all the other human aspects together to constitute one's life. A self that is fully integrated under God is one that is engaged in spiritual formation that has as its goal the love of God and neighbor with every human dimension available, all the heart, soul, mind, and strength. Willard writes that we as individuals are to see ourselves like the ancient nation of Israel, entering the promised land of spiritual wholeness, not passively, but with a patience 
over the long haul that includes thoughtful and diligent human endeavor. Foundational to Willard's understanding of transformation is the acceptance of the fact that our souls are ruined by radical evil. We cannot be in authentic progress towards living in the likeness of Christ if we do not grapple with this reality. Any spiritual formation that posits self-esteem as a primary ingredient is ultimately flawed and will lead to frustration and self-deception because as humans, we are not okay, but in serious trouble. According to Willard, we need to move beyond denial and accept the Pauline understanding of the unrighteousness of all humanity, realizing that in our essential nature, we are not God. Our lostness includes absorption into fleshly desires and self-obsession. Instead, we need to experience true remorse over our condition and actions, realizing that our ruinous state demands the genuine revisioning and redirection of our lives in order that inner transformation can be a reality. For Willard, there is cause for great hope in spite of the ubiquity of radical evil. The soul can be restored and filled with a radical goodness, but that comes only through self-denial, even death to self. This death to self is the indispensable foundation of Christian spiritual formation that must be solidly laid and sustained. This is not the denigration or rejection of the self, but the submission of one's personal desires in order to follow the will of God in Christ. This is at the core of Christ's call to us when he bids us to take up our cross, to hate our families and even our own lives. Our desires and will are to be transformed according to the will of the Spirit of Christ who lives within us, giving sacrificially and working for justice as well as thankfully receiving injustice from those who oppose us. According to Willard, spiritual formation is both an individual and a corporate endeavor. The centrality of the body of Christ in encouraging Christ-likeness leads Willard to finish his book with a chapter on the place of spiritual formation in the local congregation. He, in fact, sees the foundational and exclusive purpose of congregations to be the formation of Christian spirituality. Yet, he sees congregations as distracted from this primary goal by all sorts of lesser matters. Congregations and movements become more concerned about their own structures and traditions and inevitably neglect the presence, guidance, and power of Christ in their midst. Willard advises churches to start with the emphasis on making disciples or apprentices of Christ who are committed to kingdom living. These disciples are to be immersed in the Trinitarian presence of God who teaches and heals at each stage of their growth. These disciples are to be transformed from the inside out so that doing the words and deeds of Christ comes as a natural consequence of real 
inward change. We take Willard's wisdom to heart as we faithfully practice the words and deeds of Christ in all arenas of kingdom life. We serve the needy with acts of compassion. We tell the story of Jesus as well as our own testimony. We crusade against those injustices perpetrated by the powerful. We boldly declare healing, words of knowledge, and deliverance, expecting miraculous intervention. We joyfully submit ourselves to the freedom-giving norms of biblical sexuality. We refuse to go to war on the world's terms. We work for unity within the local congregation and the various bodies of the global church. I'm Dennis Metzler, and you've been listening to The Charge. We've got a lot more podcasts, so please check them out. Peace to everyone.